Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Uh, Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode and we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate, private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at CityVest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And my mission is to empower physicians to achieve financial independence and financial freedom early on so that they can practice medicine on their own terms as opposed to having to practice. So I tout four types of freedom. The first is financial, second is emotional, time, and location freedom. And my mission is to bring guests that are doing innovative, creative things outside the box and to show you what's possible so that you can design your best life in your business, finance, career, family, and relationships. So without much ado, we'll bring on this week's guest. So welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And today we're going to be talking all about small business, small business operations, optimizing your business efficiency and your basic operations. And today, as you know, on the podcast, we advocate for four types of freedom. First is financial. Second is emotional. 
Third is time and location freedom. And I try and bring guests that are absolutely stellar in any of the areas. And I try to bring it to your audience for your educational benefit. So today we have um, Sylvia Inks. And Sylvia is a business coach, speaker, author, and financial coach. She spoke most recently, she spoke at the FinCon conference in Austin uh, this year, one of the biggest conferences for finance and media. And to read her bio, she's a business strategist, financial expert, and speaker who teaches small business owners how to make sense of their numbers so they know what to do differently and build multiple profitable income streams. She's helped coaches, consultants, and creative experts find hidden opportunities to make more money without having to chase down more leads. She is the author of the number one Amazon best-selling book, Small Business Finance for the Busy Entrepreneur, the Blueprint for Building a Solid, Profitable Business. She's been a guest on podcasts such as Side Hustle Nation, Influencers Radio, His and Her Money, The Military Money Show, Paychecks and Balances, and Couple Money. She holds a bachelor's in business administration from UNC Chapel Hill. And before starting her business, she worked as a financial consultant for Accenture, one of the world's largest consulting firms, helping Fortune 500 organizations achieve their business and financial goals. She lives in Raleigh with her husband and two sons. So without much ado, let's welcome Sylvia. Welcome. Great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, uh, I, I was I was alluding to, um, we both uh, connected at FinCon this year. We both spoke there and uh, you had a great presentation. And today, you know, like I said, um, I try to bring people from different parts that have offer value to the physician audience. So I know a lot of physicians today, they're um, really, they're running small businesses. They don't really know how to do it. They, they want to make it more efficient, more effective. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, before we begin, tell us more about yourself, how you got started. Again, I, you know, how I got started, I just saw so many small business owners making the same mistakes over and over again. Um, I came, I come from a family actually of, of that small business owner as well as um, employee, W, you know, and my father, I saw the, the pros and cons of owning a small business. And I also saw that even if a business was successful two years ago, doesn't mean it's going to stay successful. Um, so for me, I see so many great small business owners end up having, you know, cash flow issues or end up having to close up shop, even though they had a great product or service. And when I dig down into it, a lot of times it just came down to the finances. I had no, didn't have anything to do with not having, you know, a great product or service. So my passion is to help small business owners stay in business. That's, that's awesome. And the thing is, what I've noticed is that, you know, school teaches us how to be great, uh, you know, specialists, you know, engineer, lawyers, doctors, dentists, you know, and they teach us, they craft a skill, but uh, there's a lot of other skills that we, that we need to learn that we we're not learning such as financial education, how to start and run a business. So you, so you help, um, uh, small business owners, um, start businesses, make them more efficient. And so tell us if, uh, so I'm, I'm a physician. I just got out of residency fellowship. I'm starting my practice. What are some of the key things I would want to know if I were to go to start my own practice? Yeah, two things definitely is number one, making sure that you have the tools and processes in place to run an efficient business. 
Because if you are, you know, especially as a physician, if you are basically kind of trading your time for money, you want to make be efficient as possible. You don't want to be doing a lot of the manual tasks over and over again, where that takes time away from running, you know, seeing patients. Um, so tools and processes are like a big thing for me that I help a lot of small business owners with. And the second piece, um, I know sometimes physicians might not have a lot of control over this, is just pricing, making sure that you are pricing your services in a way that you are able to run a profitable business. That's that's wonderful advice. And um, what's interesting is that you um, you were in our pre-conference call, you were talking about one of your clients. He was a physician, and you know he he also had trouble and he was struggling in running his business. So tell us more about um, what you're starting to see in terms of some of the mistakes that you're commonly seeing when you're consulting with these uh, small business practices, when you're uh, coaching clients, et cetera. Yeah. The biggest thing again is the systems, not having a system in place, having everything manual. Um, so I'm really big on, you know, if there's things that you're doing more than two, three, four times, then that's something that you need to be able to automate. You need to be able to have systems in place. Uh, for, you know, the one of the biggest things that I see with small business owners is that they are wasting a lot of time trying to schedule appointments with people. Um, so across the board, it's the, you know, whether it's trading a lot of voicemails or, you know, trading a lot of emails to try to schedule appointments. So like scheduling tool is the number one biggest tool that I tell everybody, you know, like I tell, I see so many small business owners want to spend money on like advertising or, you know, social media, but all of a sudden, you know, but yeah, that's great. But then when they're, when they're doing so many things manually in their business, like they are losing, they might be losing prospects and customers. Um, Cause one of the biggest things I've seen is, you know, sometimes if it takes too long to try to get in, um, get an appointment or you're trading a ton of emails, um, people will just, go to somewhere else. They'll, they'll schedule, you know, while they're waiting for, to hear back or they're struggling, they may just pick up the phone and call someone else. Or if the, the other person has a way to easily schedule online, they're going to go with the other person that's easier to uh, book an appointment with. Mm -hmm. um, so are you seeing a lot of, um, for example, um, a lot of small business owners? So in the past, it used to be, um, you know, for, especially for physicians, uh, it used to be, you know, you had administrative staffing, uh, you had uh, charts, you had paperwork, and now, um, you know, a lot of these things are being digitized. A lot of things are being automated. So tell us some of the tools that you offer, um, as well as some of the trends that you're seeing in terms of uh, the tools uh, being used in uh, today's digital age. Yeah. So again, I think probably biggest one again is the scheduling, having a way for, you know, um, sometimes I get, I get it. Like sometimes new patient appointments, it's not as um, easy. You might want more information, but having a way for repeat clients to easily be able to schedule uh, appointments with you um, after, you know, without having to talk, physically talk to somebody that can be time consuming. Uh, the tool that I personally like for um, service-based business owners is called book like a boss. It's really yeah. great. You can even actually um, request upfront payment. Um, so if you, you're a business, let's say, that um, has a lot of no-shows or you want to minimize no-shows. You can ask people to pay up front and have, you know, put their credit card information in in order to actually book a time slot on your calendar. So that's a big one. Um, now the other one for other, you know, other service-based business owners, I'm really big on using, you know, tools like DocuSign, like a contract-based system if you need something that's going to be signed. Um, so I think from a physician's standpoint where I could see that is like making sure there's a way that people can do intake forms online. 
um, you know, instead of waiting until last minute to get into the office and not letting people, you know, do any of the forms up front and having everybody do it through paper, then all of a sudden there needs to be manual input into it afterwards, right? So having a way to be able to allow people to do some of that paperwork up front, um, you know, and digitize even better, right? Like being able to have that directly in some, into a CRM system, a customer relationship management system where you have all that data and you're not having to rely on somebody to re-enter data again yeah that's the biggest one is like having some sort of contract contract system or some sort of intake system where you can get that information up front yeah yeah you pointed to so many there's so many um ways of uh you know there's so many ways to um efficient make your business better and more effective especially in terms of the um intake system i know a lot of er's they're using now they have um um what they have what's called scribes and they basically um, document what the, the ER physician is doing when they're taking in the patient. And I know a lot of companies are starting to um, use artificial intelligence to start to um, really automate these things. So, you know, when it, when it comes to your tools, you know, you said it correctly, you know, a lot of things that just are repetitive um, that are um, dull things, these things can be automated into um electronic and the digital realms to save it to save money and things so yeah especially if there's ever a fire right like i mean you know worst worst case scenario if something happens like if customer data is like lost in a fire like you like having a digital backup somewhere is going to be huge i mean uh, you know another one of the biggest things that I tell all small business owners that they need to have is a cloud system, right? Yeah. Like, um, the biggest ones that I, I recommend to a lot of small business owners I work with is a cloud system like a Microsoft, um, you know, Office 365. Um, that's really popular. I'm not sure if there's specific ones in the physician realm, but definitely having a way where everything is digital. There's a system where if there's employees or freelancers or anybody else that's working on your team can also access it offsite if need be. Yeah, cloud. Yeah, cloud is very important. Um, I know Microsoft is is really big in the in now the cloud, Amazon as well. Um, so, and what are the you know from your standpoint, what are some of the potential savings that a uh, practice can be you know save or the investment costs upfront, and um, what are the some of the savings down down the road if they were to employ some of your tools. Um, one, I mean, like I mentioned uh, for the scheduling tool, like you may be losing prospects that you don't even realize. Um, I'll share just a personal example. I had, I did have a scheduling tool. I, I have always had a scheduling tool, um, but there was one prospect that it was a warm prospect. They had, they were ready to hire me, but they just wanted to get on the phone with me. And by the time we traded emails back and forth where I was trying to give her um, additional times that we could meet outside of my scheduling tool, uh -huh. um, by the fourth email, she said, you know, thanks for your time, but I already hired somebody else that I could meet with sooner. Yeah. So I lost out on a, you know, a $2,500 deal, um, you know, prospect because it just took too long to get on the phone. Um, so I think that's the, that's the unknown, right? It's the, you know, how many, how many patients or new patients would be willing to see you, but it just took too long to get on the phone with you or, you know, no one called them back um, uh -huh. or it took, you know, too long to call back and they just went with somebody else that they could get into a patient, uh, into an appointment sooner. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely lost sales there. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I've noted, go ahead. I, I've noticed, I noticed, especially with scheduling, you know, there's, if you can 
put everything in in automated and just everything easily scheduled it makes so much easier instead of having the back and forth so and i i know you were had a thought as well i guess uh well it's following up a thought about the scheduling I, there i have a local acupuncturist that i've i've seen and it was great he was one of the first you know, acupuncture clinic in the area where he, he had a scheduling tool online. It was like, you didn't have to, you know, if it was a Saturday and you realized you need, you wanted to book an appointment, you didn't have to wait until Monday to book an appointment. You just go on the, on the website and book easily book appointment by yourself. Yeah. So, so again, there's yeah, so scheduling tools, a big, big one that I see that a lot of, you know, just physicians are missing the ability to make it easy for people to request, uh, request appointments up front. Okay. Do you offer any tools for uh, billing or I, I know that's quite complicated because you have a lot of, um, you know, billing codes and you have to deal with insurance. Do you do any, uh, I know, especially, I know your other clients uh, may not have to do that, but it, uh, describe some of the billing tools that you, that you um, offer for small businesses. Yeah, the one that I work with, again, um, you know, not specific to physicians, but um, in the one that I love the most is FreshBooks. It's one where it allows you to invoice. You could do proposals as well as invoicing um, through that. You can even bill clients on a retainer basis. So a lot of times, um, you know, again, it takes away from having to remember to invoice someone. Um, I've had clients before where they forgot to invoice someone because they did it manually. Versus okay. a tool like FreshBooks, you if you've got a patient that you're seeing or you know a person that you're seeing consistently or recurring, you can make it on a retainer basis and say you know bill this client one ninety nine two ninety nine a month for the next you know six months or you know every every month until I you know I I cancel this recurring invoice. Um, so FreshBooks is the one that I recommend um, to all my service based business owners because it's uh, it was really meant for service based business owners. Um, QuickBooks tends to be really confusing to a lot of small business owners and um, you really have to, you do absolutely have to have a CPA and a book, like bookkeeper who knows QuickBooks to set it up properly. um, Because I have had, um, I have had a health professional who didn't set up QuickBooks um, correctly, thought that they, you know, that they would save some money and have their own office staff set it up. Um, (laughs) And then six months into it, realized, you know, when they hired um, a CPA bookkeeper, realized they set up um, some of the initial setup incorrectly. They had Uh to pay money for that person to literally strip it out and restart um, everything from scratch. And so they basically paid almost double what they would have had they just paid up front. Um, So definitely QuickBooks is a little bit more complicated. Um, but you know, for service-based business owners who aren't having to deal with inventory, et cetera, FreshBooks is super easy and you can easily see your profit and loss, um, for the business on a monthly, you know, almost instantaneous um, basis. Like you can pull up the reports and see it as long as all your bill, all your, you know, bank and credit cards that you're using for the business is connected to the FreshBooks systems. You can immediately on a daily basis, you can log in and see what your profit and loss is. Yeah. Awesome. I, this is a, this is a fantastic conversation. You know, we could, we could do an entire workshop on this. I know so many physicians there uh, would are interested in your uh, products and services. Um, and we, we may have you back on the future episode. So I know you uh, wrote several, I know you wrote a book as well. And what are some of the ways that um, physicians can go and learn more about you? Um, you know, take advantage of your products and services and stay in contact with you. 
Yeah, you mentioned my book at the beginning of the podcast. So yes, um, my book, Small Business Finance for the Busy Entrepreneur is available on Amazon, um, but you can also go on to my book URL. It's smallbusinessfinancebook.com. And it's 21 kind of lesson learns from small business owners, from experienced um, business owners to even six figure business owners, all the kind of lessons learned and mistakes that I've seen business owners make with their finances and how they set up their business. Um, so I put it in this book so it's easy to follow. You can, you know, go to jump straight to the chapter that you need the help, you know, need help with the most. Um, oh. And even my own physician has used my book as a kind of go-to guide on how to better run his practice. So. Uh, awesome. And for the audience and listeners, all of uh, Sylvia's uh, resources and links will be included in the show notes. So Sylvia, thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, we hope to have you back in the future. Great. Thank you so much. What a fantastic show. I hope you enjoyed our very special guest. Just remember as a shout out to our this week's sponsor, CityVest.com. CityVest gives you access to the best real estate private equity funds with enhanced investment terms, verified due diligence, and lower risk. You can check them out at cityvest.com or click on the link in the show notes below to hear about their upcoming investment offerings. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrislewmdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.